friends. Thanks for listening to Pick Your Battles. I'm Kayla. And I am Dana. And it is episode eight. Wow, episode eight. Battle of the Pandemic Pregnancies. This is going to be a good one. Two years ago, almost to the day, today is March 16th, was the last normal week. Isn't that crazy? That it's been two years. It has been two full years. And so there is a New York Times article that came out sort of documenting what different people perceive during their pregnancy during COVID. Yeah. And we were, I guess, fortunate enough <laughs> to be pregnant and have babies during a That's pandemic. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> um, it's definitely something that a very small percent of the population will understand or get to go through. Yeah. Hopefully not again. Yeah. Um, And so there was a couple really cool things in the article that I felt connected to. And I also had a different perspective of, Mm -hmm. so I guess we can jump right in. Um, So I was pregnant before the world shut down had Wyatt when the world shut down and yours was like peak world shut down like yes unless you were essential nobody was working right even though it at that point had been march june march april may june four months mm-hmm. i mean really no one knew what was going on and how we could stop whatever it was bananas yeah. and then you got pregnant and then well, you talk about it. It's not my story to tell. <laughs> I got pregnant December of 2020. So actually the vaccine had just been released. Um, and so, you know, within those nine months, obviously they're pushing for the vaccine. Um, and with that came along loosened restrictions. So when I was pregnant, I did have the option of, I could have two guests in the hospital with me. Um, obviously one was Xander, no question about that. But then there was the debate of, okay, do we have another person? Is it my mom? Is it Xander's mom? What about our dads? Like, not that Mm -hmm. I want my dad in labor and delivery. So that kind of opened up a whole can of worms. Um, I guess our little blessing with that is that I just, we just chose to have nobody in the room with us. And I don't think I'll ever do it any other way now. It was just, it's such an intimate moment. I can't imagine having another person in the room with us because there's so much going on. As you know, Mm -hmm. the thought of having to entertain, if you will, my mom or Xander's mom, not that they would need entertained, but that's another person that's like, push, you can do it. Hang in there. I don't, want anybody to say that to me so the fact that I could be like Xander shut up is that was fine I didn't want to have to do that to two people yeah I think only having one person in there for me was a little blessing yeah and we in July of 2020 could not have anyone I'm sure different places at different times were experiencing different things um so for us it could just be us Jimmy had to wear a mask I probably was told to wear a mask and I was like, uh, that's a joke. 
I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah. I need all the oxygen I can get. Thanks yeah. so much. Everyone else is wearing a mask. Like, give me a break. Mm-hmm. And so we also didn't have anyone. And I think going into that, knowing that helped like our parents know that this wasn't anything personal. We really couldn't do anything about it. Right. But like you said, it was really nice. You're never going to have a first child again. Mm-hmm. And to just have it be just the two of us. I think I always imagined like my mom being in the room and my dad for that matter as well, being an only child. Yeah. <laughs> Why not have both of them? That's what happened. Yeah. So that was kind of like, eh. but I know that we couldn't do anything about it. Right. So it is what it is. And I know that my mom and Jimmy's mom were like, have you heard anything? We don't want to bother them. Have you heard anything? Have you gotten a picture? Yeah. Do you know anything? <laughs> like, so that was nice that they had each other to like bother. Yeah. And it wasn't us, but that was definitely a choice that I don't think I would have made. Really? You think you, if you think if there weren't restrictions, your mom and dad would have been in there. Oh, I think my mom, my dad, Jimmy's mom, my sister-in-law. Oh, while oh we were pushing? it would have been a party. Oh, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> as long as I didn't have to see what was going on. Yeah. If everyone else wanted to see it. I don't care. Oh my gosh. We are an open book. Yeah. Open legs. Literally an open book. At this point. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think I probably would have been like, let's have everyone. Yeah. No big deal. Um, So I'm glad that I didn't have to make that decision. Because even if I think I didn't want that, I don't think I would have had the balls to say, no, I don't want anyone in the room. Yeah. But also that's okay if they don't see you push out a human. I guess. I mean, <laughs> even if Xander and I have six kids, God forbid, I just don't know that I'm going to ever have anybody in there. Like it was so exhausting. And I just honestly don't want to have to pay attention to anybody else except for Xander and my wonderful nurse and, right. and the pill, p- pill pushers. Like other than that, I don't, I don't want to pay attention or talk to anybody else. And my mom would be amazing in there because she's a nurse, like I know she would say all the right things and she would be so supportive, but I think I would feel very claustrophobic. Mm. Like if I had one person here and one person, you know, somebody on each side to me, that would be back up everybody. Give me some space. Well, and speaking of nurses, I will say we asked our nurse, we were like, is it kind of nice? And her and my doctor was both, were both like, to not have other people in the room. It's really nice. Oh, I bet for them. <laughs> like they were, I felt like I could tell they just were able to do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. They were being trusted by us. They didn't have all these outside people who had done it before or seen birth before yes. or whatever, putting in their opinions or their questions or whatever. Like they were able to just deliver the best health care that they could. Right. And so I think for them, it put them at ease too, which then translated to us. Yeah. I never felt scared or nervous. And there was actually even a point where like Wyatt's oxygen like dropped. And so everyone came, I say rushing, but calmly, quickly walked in. And it's still terrifying though. It's a little scary. Yeah. But generally speaking, I felt like they were very like at ease. Yeah. Well, and I feel like kind of piggybacking off that, like you said, there are, when it's your first baby, so many firsts when you're giving birth. Like I remember 
my water breaking and like going through that. And then I stood up to go to the bathroom and I'm just gushing and like, you know, I'm working through these contractions. And so to be able to go through these first for the first time myself, for the first time with Xander and not have somebody else in my ear, like, it's okay. This is part of it. Like you can do this or this or this, like a supportive mom or, you know, aunt would be for me was another blessing because it was just like, we're experiencing this for the first time. We're doing it all. We have our nurse who's like telling me our options, but like not having kind of a third outside party to me was kind of nice. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So in this New York times article, one of the women that was interviewed, she said, keeping it a secret made my pregnancy so much more peaceful. I didn't have to listen to people tell me it would be okay or to stop being scared. I had my space to feel whatever I wanted and I could stay in my own bubble. So for this woman during the pandemic, the whole time she was pregnant, no one knew. So it wasn't just like, oh, I'm not going to talk about like what I went through during delivery. She was like, I'm not uh, telling anybody. Nine months, y'all are in the dark, okay? So that I don't think would be my, um, path. Yeah. Um, so I found out I was pregnant October, 2019. I told the people that I worked with December of 2020. And that was sort of when everything was sort of unraveling in China. And there was this like mysterious virus and, and, you know, then it was kind of bubbling up to be this crazy thing. And then two years ago, they were, you know, the government was like shutting everything down. And because I was pregnant, I was one of the first people to be sent home to work from home. Right. See you later. (laughs) Like, you don't tell me twice, like I'm out. And so as I was leaving, I vividly remember saying, well, I guess I'll see you when my maternity leave is over, which would have been October of that year. And like famous last words, I didn't go back. I went back for one week in October. Wow. And that was it. Yeah. So it was almost an entire full year before I like went back. Everyone was masked. There was only a maximum of six people, including anchors, including the floor director, everybody that was allowed to be there. It was like a ghost town. Yeah. So that was super weird. And when I was at working from home and I was out and about, like I couldn't be out and about. Right. I couldn't have people come up and like touch my belly and like, oh, do you know what you're having? You know, like sweet little old ladies, like, oh, I have 17 great grandkids or whatever, you know, that was like, I was so excited and who's excited to talk to strangers, me, Dana. (laughs) And so I was like bummed that I didn't, wasn't going to get to have that because everything was shut down. And also being, you know, in this high risk, unsure population, Mm -hmm of people, like I probably shouldn't go out anyway. And so that was to me, a, a big COVID bummer. Yes. Was like funny. I remember my bachelorette party, which was May of 2020. Yes. It was during the pandemic. We're here for a good time. Not a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I remember saying to my mom and my sisters and, um, my friend, Jamie, like Dana hasn't gotten to be out and be pregnant will you touch her belly as much as you can? And my mom was like, 
absolutely. Oh my God. And that happened. Yeah. No, I was like, <sighs> she hasn't gotten the like love and attention that she deserves. Will you make sure that you guys do that? Oh my God. I love that. That <laughs> makes me so happy because that happened. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Well, and at that point you were eight months pregnant. Yeah. So there was a lot to touch. And I was like that pregnant girl at the pool, like bikini, oh, like yeah. just yep. letting that belly tan yep. roast. <laughs> like mm, it's warm, Wyatt. You're That's welcome. Right. So I'll say the opposite to that for me was I did get to go to work while pregnant. I worked up until the day of my induction and yep, I got all the belly touches and you know, how far along are you? Is it a boy or a girl? And it was great. The downfall was when you hit like month nine, people are like, let me tell you my birth story. And dear God, people don't do that because people were telling me the worst stories. Oh no. Like how they're, you know, they were in labor for 48 hours or they were pushing and they got stuck. So then they had to vacuum them. Like, yeah, I'm going into birth in less than a month. I don't want to hear these stories like good or bad at that point. Just keep it to yourself. Like, I feel like once you hit the third trimester, don't tell people your birth stories. Like, unless you're asked, unless you're asked like, Hey, what was birth like for you? Other than that, did not want to hear it. I only had one person say, Oh, I could tell you about my birth, but you probably don't want to hear it. And I was like, you're right. Thank you. Thank you for not telling me because I don't want to hear it. Even if it was like, oh, I sneezed and the baby came out and it was so magical. Like to me, I'm like, fuck you. I don't want to hear that because guess what's not going to happen? That. <laughs> right. Don't set my expectations like that because that's not going to happen. Oh my God. A hundred percent. Like, it's not that we don't want to hear the bad stories. We also don't want to hear the like amazingly good stories. Yeah, I don't want to hear any of it. Yeah. Right now I'm just pretending that birth isn't going to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Until we're in that moment. I don't want to think about it. But you had like the best summer before you were pregnant. Did I? Didn't you? <laughs> when you weren't working, when you were laid off and oh, you were just yes, like, yes, yes, during the pandemic, that was sweet. Yeah. Right. I was non-essential still getting paid. Xander was worked in school. So also non-essentials. We lived our best lives. Like we went camping all the time. We took like three walks a day with our dogs. Right. We hung out with you guys. Like there was the point where we weren't seeing our families, but we were seeing you guys right. like that, our click of four. That was it. Oh my God. I wish you guys could see the look on her face when I was like, you lived your best life. And she was like, um, what? I thought you were referring to pregnant. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not pregnant. Kayla. The year prior. Yeah. Year prior. Great. <laughs> Summer 2020, Kayla prime. Yeah. Summer 2021, Kayla pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Two very different Kayla's. Very different. Oh my Lord. Um, great. Well, we will link the article. It's a good read. Lots of different perspectives. Yeah. And like, like you'd said earlier, those, the girls in this article were all about not telling anybody their whole pregnancy. And there was one girl in it who, you know, wanted it to be on her time. So she had decided to tell her mom, but it was on her time because she wasn't married yet. So her mom was very anti all of that. And so I kind of think that's huge too. Like, just because it's like, Oh, I'm 12 weeks and I can tell people now doesn't mean you have to totally like you are allowed to do things on your own time. We didn't announce publicly until we were 20 weeks. 
because that's just when it felt right. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel rushed or if you, I don't know, if there are people that want to announce it eight weeks, do it. If you want to announce it week 30, do it. If right. you want to announce when that baby is born, do it. Like it's right. your life. You owe no one anything. Yeah. This is all about you, whatever you want to do. And people might not understand that. Um, but hopefully somewhere along the line, they will. But I think it's important to find those little blessings. Because to give away another piece of the article, you guys have to read the article, but another piece was this woman had continually struggled with conceiving. Yeah. Conceiving or, or carrying the pregnancies through. And so that's gotta be terrifying. Like she said that she was terrified the entire time of losing that baby. So yeah, you shouldn't have to tell people because if that's going to be more hurt along the way, then keep it for yourself until you know for sure. And mm-hmm. until you're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's only a small portion of the article though. Yeah. It's, it's a, a good, good read. read. And whoa, whoa, thanks. <laughs> I know. Um, and I hate reading. Me too. <laughs> so if I read it, y'all can read it. Cheers to reading. Right. Tink. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess with that, we will wrap up episode eight. Just remember that it's okay to pick your battles. And it's okay if you pick the wrong one.